0: To have you along for the ride? Thanks a lot for stopping by. Now, part two of my special sit down with Tulsi Gabbard, the former U.S. representative, former candidate for U.S. president. We get into a lot, including big tech, big media, big sports, big Hollywood. The difference between conservatives and uh, the former Democrat Party and the current Democrat Party. Now, part two with Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi, you know, uh, John F. Kennedy would be a conservative today, at least fiscally. Uh, uh, I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. was a conservative guy. He was a a, a very religious uh, guy. He's a, he's a reverend. He believed in in the things that, generally speaking, conservatives believe in. But the Democrat Party can claim them, and they've attempted to claim them, yet they made the sea change. How did the radical far-left nutzos take this party over? Well, why allow that? How did it happen, do you know? You know, I
1: I can't speak to kind of the history and progression. All I know is that uh, they've created such a culture of fear that people within the Democrat Party who are very uncomfortable with the policies and the actions that uh, those in charge are moving forward and and not only proposing to Congress, but they're they're taking the approach of trying to backdoor these changes through the administration, through rule changes and regulation changes and forcing compliance rather than taking it to congress in the form of a bill so that the american people can have a say through the voices of their representatives they created this culture of fear that people see how i'm treated and how i how i have been treated yes. for years by leaders in the democrat party and they think like my gosh i don't want to go through that i don't know that i can withstand those attacks i might lose my job or i might lose my reputation or i might lose loved ones family members and friends and they make their decision accordingly to just Either either, you know, sit down and get along, go along and just take it uh, or, you know, uh, turn a blind eye, put their head in the sand and pretend like we're not seeing the kind of destruction to the fabric of our country that is that is happening under those in power right now, the Democrat Party in power.
0: You went from uh, winning that debate, the first debate, easily, and I'm a conservative guy. I watched and you won, um, uh, to where they put you on the shelf. They had to. Um, you went from that to campaigning for people like Carrie Lake, who's as conservative yes. as I am. That's quite a leap. Um, have you always agreed with me? This is what I say about Americans, and I wonder if you agree with this. I think we agree on 75 to 85% of everything, and then we disagree on 15 to 20% of stuff, and then we can have that debate and have that argument. Do you and I agree on a lot of stuff? Again, I'm a through and through conservative guy, and Carrie Lake and. I don't disagree on much. Um, are you somebody who believes in in that conservative American, true, historic, uh, traditional value system? Or are you backing her because she's the right person at the right time?
1: Uh, well, let me start by saying, uh, you know, these labels of progressive and conservative mean different things to different people at different okay. times, which is generally why I try to stay away from them. Here's why it's not a leap. And I actually talked about this at the rally that I had with Kerry uh the other night, I think that was last night. I'm losing track of time. I saw the picture two of nights you. ago. I saw the picture of you two and Sheriff Mark
0: Lamb too. He's a great guy. Yeah, I, and he's I, awesome. the fact that you were there it. blew my mind. But go ahead, continue.
1: Here's what I talked about uh with Kerry at that rally in Phoenix was that some people say, hey, this is a this is like a shock. This is a leap. How is this happening? What do you have in common? It's not a leap when we recognize what you just talked about, that we have more in common than we realize. And the most important things that we value and that we have in common is a deep love and appreciation for our country, our Constitution, uh, our Bill of Rights, and our freedom. That has to be the foundation and the connection that we share because going on from there, that that's what allows us to really talk through a lot of the other issues. Maybe some we end up agreeing on, some we disagree on. Right. But if we can stand together as fellow Americans and say, you know, the goal of leaders in this country, whether they're at the national level, at the state level or the local level, must be to ensure peace, prosperity, security and freedom for the American people. And we need to make decisions and implement policies that will work towards that goal, will work towards the best interests of the American people, not a special interest, not a political party, but actually for the well-being of the people. Leaders like Carrie have the courage to stand up to those external pressures who are looking out for their own selfish interests and actually fight for the well-being of the people. And that's why I went and uh, endorsed her and uh, was glad to stand next to her on that stage.
0: What's interesting is what you just said used to be just a given. Uh, We love the flag. We love the anthem. We love the country. USA, USA, USA. We love free speech. We love the fact that the Constitution protects us from the government overrunning us. And that's suddenly gone out the window. There is a faction in this country, a a, a growing percentage, unfortunately, because they're getting to the young people who believe that we are just fundamentally a bad country and we've got to get rid of the flag and the anthem. You can't say USA because that's racist. Um, What do you say to them? How do you get through to them? And again, your demeanor probably is better than mine because I'm just going to get frustrated and pull my hair out. But but, uh, how do you get through to them? Do do you? Can you? You know,
1: I I think... um I think the things that you're saying those who haven't had firsthand experience might think like of course of course we love the flag of course we love independence day of course we love america this is the norm this is america we've always expressed great pride in this country but as you're saying um there again it is the it's this crazy insane so-called woke leaders who don't love our country who don't appreciate or love our Constitution. In fact, they see the Constitution, our freedom of speech, our freedom of thought, uh, a free and open marketplace of ideas as a threat to their power. And so what you're talking about is being implemented uh, at at the ground level. I'm here in the Quad Cities in Illinois. I'm supporting a woman named Esther Joy King who's running for Congress. And I was at an event with her last night uh, in Freeport, Illinois, uh, working class community generally has trended towards Democrats, but there's a lot of frustration there with the Democrat Party. I spoke to a teacher who came to this event. I expressed my appreciation for her in being a teacher, and she was telling me about her experiences. She's an art teacher, and she has gotten reprimanded by her leadership, which is coming from policy set at the state level here in Illinois, for uh, encouraging kids or teaching kids, giving them the opportunity to do patriotic art. Do art that has something to do with the flag, that has something to do with freedom, that has something to do with uh, the principles, the founding principles of this country. She has been told by her leadership, reprimanded as a teacher, you better stop or else you will lose your job. She got really emotional about this and she's been a teacher for over 25 years and it, it is absolutely insane. And now she is having to make the decision and she is, you know, God bless her and her courage. She's continuing to do it even though Good. she knows that she may get
0: fired. But, you know, it's not lost on you nor me that these people that are, that are putting these rules in place are utilizing their freedoms to do so. They're That's free right. to say they hate the country. They're free to say that I'm going to kneel, you know, when the flag is, uh, is, is being flown and the national anthem is on because it's all racist. They can do that because here, go to North Korea and do that. Go to China and do exactly. that. Go to Venezuela and do that. They can't. So, so Tulsi, they know what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. It's a hope to indoctrinate yeah. the young people. So let me ask you this, and I wonder if you've given this any thought. Why do they do it? What, what is their hope? That they'll become a monarch and the boss of me? What, what is their, their end game isn't to give it back to the Native Americans. So what is the end game, do you think?
1: Their end game is their own power for their own selfish interest. And in their mind, they believe that, uh, you know, the end justifies the means. Wow. I think a lot of them believe that they are really the best thing for this country, that they believe they are the only ones who can, quote unquote, help the people and save our country and save our democracy. But they are ruining our democracy, threatening and undermining our freedoms and hurting the American people now in the short term, as well as for our kids and grandkids who will come later. And in their minds, as long as they're the ones in power, because they know what's better for us than anyone else. They will do whatever, whatever it takes to hold on to that power and to get more.
0: Yeah, You've given me more time than expected, and I just have another question or two. Thank you for the time, and please come on my show anytime. My listeners and my viewers have been dying to see you and and hear you, and thank you for doing it. Um, I've got to ask you about about the midterm, and and in this sense, if the Republicans don't get back the House and the Senate, is there any stopping – the endless war in Ukraine and our funding of it, is there any stopping um, this far move to the radical left where the, the chief executive gets to decide what laws are followed and which ones aren't? Is there any stopping the porous border and the decimation of these border towns here in Texas? If the Republicans don't get back this power to keep him in check, are we in as much trouble as I think? Yes.
1: Very simply, Yes. Uh, it's I, I'm working 14 hours a day traveling from one state to the other every day until election day because we are in as much trouble as you think. It was 66 Republicans in the House and Senate combined who voted against this $40 billion escalation bill uh, for this proxy war against Russia with the Biden administration and NATO using the Ukrainian people in Ukraine as their proxies, a clear escalation that has only continued to push us to the brink of nuclear war that threatens all of us and our future and the possibility of, a war- of of the world as we know it still existing. 66 Republicans voted against it. Not enough, but a statement in and of itself. Not a single Democrat voted against that bill. Not a single Democrat has voted en- against any of the subsequent funding bills, sending tens of billions more dollars uh, to Ukraine since. Uh, you know, not a single Democrat is standing up that I'm aware of uh, saying we need to close the borders. Kamala Harris is saying we have secure borders. Meanwhile, there are millions, millions of people who are continuing to cross the border illegally. Uh, We have, uh, you know, problems within our education system. Parents' voices are not being heard. Inflation continues to rise. Gas prices are going up in so many places. The value of the dollar that working people across this country our earning is continuing to be worth less and less, making it more difficult for them to be able to feed their kids and pay their heating bills, especially in a lot of these states are, are heading into the winter. There's a lot of problems here, unless we unless we all get out and do our part in these midterm elections and bring and change the balance of power so that Congress is not just a rubber stamp, uh, you know, back scratching element for, for the Biden administration's policies and vice versa. We've got to have the check and balance in power, which is why it's so important, so important to get out and cast your vote and bring some other people along with you.
0: She's out there on the stump campaigning for great candidates across the country. It's Tulsi Gabbard. Go to TulsiGabbard.com. Go and check out her new program, The, the Tulsi Gabbard Show. I can't wait to start listening to it. I want to I end with this. And, and thank you so much again for the time that you've given me. I'm going to make two nice segments out of this over two days. Sounds good. When it comes to what you said earlier about big tech, big media, I can add in big academia, big Hollywood, big music, big sports, they're all in collusion to try to convince us that what's not true is true and what's true is not true. We know that there are studies that show ten percent to fourteen percent of Democrats that voted for Biden would not have had they known anything about Hunter Biden's laptop, which was squelched. That the New York the New York Post was eliminated from Twitter until after the election, and then Jack Dorsey said, Ah, made a mistake. Is there any way yeah. to, to, to let those who are watching and listening know that they can find the truth and they, they shouldn't rely on big media? They shouldn't rely on big tech? They shouldn't rely on what they're seeing on their TVs or hearing on the radio necessarily? I mean, Tulsi, I tell people I've, I've got 170 stations and 6 million listeners. And I tell them every day, don't believe me. Go and check out what I just said, and if I was wrong, let me know. And, and thankfully, I've done my homework, and I'm generally not wrong. So what can we tell them other than listening to the Joe Pag show, the Tulsi Gabbard show, where they can get real information and trust it?
1: Be be cynical and skeptical about the information you're hearing from the mainstream media because they have a very clear agenda, and it is not telling the truth. And uh, we've lost journalistic integrity in so many places in our mainstream media. The example that you cited is a really important one, Joe, about how uh, you have the media, mainstream media, working with the FBI, working with 50 senior intelligence officials, including a number of former directors of the CIA, all working together to say, you know what, If, if the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop are seen by the public in just a couple of weeks before Election Day, Joe Biden could lose this election. And again, what did I say earlier, the end the, justifies the means, they decided to steal our democracy, withhold that information from voters, because they felt that it would make their guy lose, and then go out and create this lie that we think this is Russian disinformation and should be withheld from the voter. Obviously, it has come to bear that that was not the case. Many of us knew that from the beginning. Uh, but there's been no accountability. Not a single one of those individuals that I'm aware of has made any kind of apology or said, "You know what? I'm really sorry. We were wrong." Like you said, people should do their research and hold you to account. As and same for me. Yeah. If I'm saying things that are wrong, and I'll go back and I'll fix it. Not a single one of those 50 senior intelligence officials has apologized, and they were asked by a media source. Every single one of them, not a single one apologized. So, so the ante is on us. The responsibility is in our hands. If you're paying attention to the mainstream media, don't believe every single thing you hear. Have a questioning mind. And if you hear something that's a little bit off, go in and dig deeper. Better yet, go to different new media sources like your show, Joe, like others, whether it's on Substack or radio or podcasts, online shows. There's a lot of other places and sources you can go now uh, where people are actually telling the truth, providing information, providing different views and perspectives uh, in a way that, that should be welcomed in our country. Uh, but that the mainstream media, the permanent Washington establishment that they don't want.
0: I can't thank you enough for the time. Go and follow her on Substack. Uh, go to her website, uh, uh, TulsiGabbard.com. Check out her brand new program. I know you're on Locals as well. Follow her wherever, wherever she happens to be. The, the candidates she's pushing for are, are people who love America and love the Constitution and want freedom and liberty and want to keep this administration in check. It's Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi, thanks a million thanks, for all Joe. this time, and hopefully we can talk again soon. Thank you.
1: Great to talk to you.
0: All right. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Like, really, really great to have you here on a Friday, Free Speech Friday, the Joe Pag Show. Really enjoyed talking to Tulsi Gabbard. First time I've interviewed her. And uh, Carrie, what happened is uh, we weren't sure until right before the interview mm-hmm. that we were going to be able to do it. because at First, they were saying by phone, by phone, by phone. I'm like, well, I do it on video too, and the people would like to see her, um, and then I could put it up on, on YouTube and up on Rumble and everything else. And it ended up working um, very well, but I was like eating lunch, right? I wasn't expecting it for a half an hour. And Monica and Sam were like, "Can you do it right this second?
1: Oh wow!
0: So I dove that's into fast. a shirt, <laughs> and, uh, and I'll get tank top yes, on. Thank you. Um, yeah. Dove we're into a shirt. Grateful for that. And mm-hmm. uh, and did my hair up a little bit. And uh, and we were expecting to like twelve minutes. I did like thirty three minutes with her. Oh
1: <laughs> Wow. That's,
0: you know. That's and awesome. it ended up being, I mean, really insightful. I think not from my end, no. but the interest of some of those questions were like, "Are we in deep trouble if the Republicans don't get it back?" She was like, "Yes, even worse than you think." I mean, that that's like groundbreaking. Yeah. Because can you imagine how much the left hates her right now?
1: Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, that, there's a lot of hate, I'm sure. A lot. Because she was the heir apparent.
0: Her. Yeah, She was the star. But she dared run for president when she wasn't supposed to. And she dared call Kamala Harris out mm-hmm. when she wasn't allowed to. Yeah, and um, and I think that it's taken a couple of years for her to realize, I'm aligning with the wrong people here. Very interesting. Now, now let me ask you this, because you, you don't listen to the show at all when you're not on. Uh-huh. This is all about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, you heard the second part. Will you go back and watch the first part now?
1: I probably will this weekend. Are you lying? No, I said probably.
0: I'll send you a reminder.
1: Oh, would is you please? There a time, I'd appreciate that. What? Like, appreciate well, is that.
0: there a time during your weekends mm-hmm. that you're not drunk?
1: Stop! I'm stop. What? Stop! What? <laughs> I don't. I don't get drunk. No.
0: Will you have any wine this weekend, do you think?
1: Uh, mm, chances are pretty good,
0: yeah. Okay, so how will you know <laughs> if you mean yourself are I'm drunk? Get you drunk. won't. No. No, I'm just saying. No, if, if you find some time, do me a favor and watch that uh, this weekend. Those who are watching and listening, I'm, I'm putting things like this up on YouTube again. I'm focusing on the shorts on YouTube. It's Joe Pags Radio on YouTube. Go and follow me there. Subscribe there. Turn on the bells. Everything I do on the program, video-wise, ends up on Rumble. So go to rumble.com or download the Rumble app. Look for Joe Paggs, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Uh, go there. Next hour will be District 15 Republican candidate. She's the nominee, Monica De La, uh, De La Rosa. No, De La Cruz. Monica De La Cruz. Uh, she's going to be on talking about why she's right for that district and how she wants to fix the border. Keep it here.
1: You're listening to Joe Paggs.